Hello from Education International in Brussels. This is Ed Voices, a podcast of global education news and advocacy. EI is more than 400 teacher and educator unions and professional associations in 173 countries representing 32 million members. Here's your host. Hello, my name is Claude Carway. Welcome to Education International's Ed Voices podcast. Today, we are with Kerala Tinai, a young education activist from the Fiji Teachers Association. She talks about a youth leadership program she followed in Korea and what she took back for her colleagues in her island. I think you have a great story to tell us in terms of, you know, how trade unions work together and try also to have their young unionists, young women unionists go and talk about diverse issues mm -hmm. and share experiences from different countries. Tell us about the training you followed going for COP mm -hmm. to Korea. Last year, 2019, uh, 18, in uh, South Korea, I was fortunate to attend a LEAP program. Okay, that's Leadership Exchange, a program in Asia Pacific. So the invitation came uh, from COPE through Korean Teachers Union, KTU. Uh, the, work, the leadership program was organized by the uh, Korean Confederation of Trade Unions. So it involved young people in the trade union movement. So. I was fortunate with a colleague of mine who was also a teacher representing the teachers. So it wasn't only teachers who attended the leadership program, leadership training program, but it was also the other young uh, youth union members from other workforces. They came as far as Indonesia, Cambodia, Philippines, Malaysia. I was very fortunate. They represented uh, the transport union, health workers union, uh, the um, health, uh, yes, health workers, transport union, um, and the forestry. There was a lady from uh, Malaysia. Uh, very fortunate and a good learning uh, platform for me as a young uh, unionist in my union back in Fiji. So the training was conducted for almost a week. Training involved sessions where uh, the Korean uh, Confederation of Trade Union brought in union leaders in Korea from different sectors of the workforce to come and talk to us and share their experiences of what they were going through in their union. We had union movement fighters who came in and shed light on their experiences. And all that uh, motivated me. And on the last uh, day, on a Friday, I think, we attended a rally of the workers in uh, Korea. They had this rally on a Saturday. And I was very fortunate to be part of it with thousands and thousands of workers. I got scared in the beginning. Then I was a bit nervous because I asked the coordinators, will I be on national television? <laughs> and they said, why do you ask? I said, no, I'm just, I'm just a bit concerned. 
because it's my first time overseas and then I get to appear on national television and I'm so showing solidarity. <laughs> but then he, you know what they said? That's part of your work as a union member. You show solidarity to your comrades. And I learned, and I learned, and I went on that stage and I showed solidarity to my fellow Korean uh, uh, union members who were present on that day, thousands of them. I couldn't even see how far they were sitting. That's, that's how much people were there on that day rallying. So coming from a small island state in the Pacific Island with uh, just around about 800,000 people and being put on that platform to learn, that was a good platform. It was a level playing field, not only for me, but the other young unionists who were present with me on that training. Eh? So you, you felt like a bit, uh, you know, overwhelmed at of first, course, like a course. bit worrying about, yes, I'm going on TV, so <laughs> am I going to be able to do it? <laughs> and, but then how did you feel when it, it all was over? Did you feel, as I say, empowered? Mm -hmm. How do you feel it did help you in terms of leadership? Did you come back uh, then to Fiji, to your small island, as mm -hmm. you describe it? Mm -hmm. And um, what did you bring there back uh, to your union? Uh, when I came back to my union, uh, I had uh, a training with my union members, uh, the youth members in my union, and, uh, and I drove to them the aspect of the importance of leadership in unions. You don't have to be sitting at the top to be a leader. You can be a leader wherever you are, whatever, whatever level you are in. And I was stressing to the youth members that the experiences that I had made, reminded me that I wasn't alone, that there were other workers around the world who stand in solidarity with the same issues that we face here in Fiji. So I empowered them and told them, look, this fight is not ours alone. It's worldwide. Okay, it's about time we stand up as young people with all the energy that we have and put it to good use. Okay, help out, learn as much as we can, attend meetings, don't give excuses when it's union work. Okay, we, need the, we need youth members in, in the union movement. We need them, we need them, we need their energy. We need their energy, we need their expertise, we need their knowledge. So that's basically what I took back to my union members, youth union members in my country. In your history, personal history, what made you uh, follow this path, you know, uh, entering a union and then getting involved and then taking the big step to leave your island for a few days and then come back? Basically for me, what drives me is being a voice you know, being someone who represents uh, my fellow colleagues back in my country. I was chosen to be here, and I'm happy for the executives in my union who elected me, had faith in me to come here and get as much information. So my motivation is being a voice, okay, being a voice to my union comrades, young unionists, that we are fighting for social justice the unfair treatment that we get as union members, as workers, our wage is, 
you know, it's below the distant uh, living wage, working conditions, and all that that we face. So coming into this platform, that's what motivates me. Okay, being a being a voice, being a source of hope to my fellow union members back in Fiji. Did you face, in your opinion, many challenges to to get into the union, to be acknowledged as a young woman unionist, or did you really have to uh, struggle against? Union barriers, cultural barriers. I think uh, my union has done well in uh, making sure that women are well represented in the executive board, especially in the women's committee, I mean, in the youth committee. Um, it's not really a challenge for me in my union. I can't, I can't speak for the other unions, but they've given us a quite fair platform as women. So uh, for my union, they do acknowledge our contributions and they do see the importance of having uh, equal representation in the union movement. Thank you very much for taking the time to come here. Thank you for having nice. me. To get the latest global education news and advocacy, subscribe to Ed Voices on your favorite podcast app or anytime on SoundCloud. And as always, tell a friend, spread the word, and please give us a review on iTunes.